Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Digital Fix. I am your host, Matt Barber, coming to you from the glorious studios of Local 209 here in Crown Point, Indiana. On today's episode, which is episode number four, I had on Dave Feynman, owner of Smuggler's Coffee, a local roaster here, who does things a little bit differently. And it was a, it was an interesting conversation. He, while not a an average influencer, what you would consider an influencer, he is on the rise. And so it was a, a great conversation talking about the entrepreneurial community and how he balances a full-time job with Smuggler's, which is a side hustle, plus a growing family. Great episode. I really hope you guys enjoy it. And it starts right now. So I guess kind of the best uh, best way to start any podcast is just kind of uh, giving the lovely folks at home your backgrounds. Like how'd you, how, how did Smuggler's Coffee get birthed into this world? All right, so I guess basically the best way I could describe how Smuggler's got started was um, I basically gave my wife the, uh, the choice. I, I'm opening up a brewery or I'm opening up a coffee roasting business. And uh, she just looked at me and she goes, coffee. So Just coffee? Yeah. They want you to be an alcoholic? <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. No, um, Not that every brewer is an alcoholic. That is true. That was a joke. So um, what happened was I was home brewing for a little while. And I was also um, writing for a couple different beer websites. And... Uh, the beer websites, uh, you know, I'm meeting a lot of different brewers and stuff. So as I'm meeting them, I'm trying all these different beers. And then it's like, okay, there's coffee in some of these beers. And it's just got me into trying different coffees then. And it's like, I was always a person that was drinking like gas station coffee. And from there, it's just like, I'm trying, um, you know, tugboat coffee, dark matter coffee, intelligentsia coffee. And um, it's like, wow, this shit's good. So it got me off of drinking, you know, the normal gas station coffee into that kind of stuff. And it just kind of escalated to where now I have a beer budget and I've got a coffee budget. And it's just <laughs> like, so that's kind of like where Smugglers got its start was from beer. And then, um, you know, just the natural progression from that, from the, you know, starting coffee, it's like, okay, um, barrel aging coffee. Like I had a, um, a dark matter barrel aged coffee and it blew my mind. And it's just like, well, why can't this be out all the time? You know, why is, <laughs> sure. you know, so it's like, okay, I, I met a couple different brewers, um, and I hit one brewer up that I became friends with over time. He's, his name is Steve Miller, and he was um, he used to own Slapshot Brewing, and now he is with Hailstorm Brewing. And oh, that's um, such a good brewery. Oh, it's Hailstorm's amazing, out of this world. <laughs> amazing brewery. Uh, Steve and Brandon are just like killing it over there. But you know, I hit Steve up, and Steve's like, yeah, I got a barrel right now. He was working for uh, Five Rabbits at the time. Mm-hmm. So he got me one of the Inigo Montoya barrels. And um, that was our first barrel-aged one. It was a Inigo Montoya, and I named it Dread Pirate Roberts. Uh, you know, it was all the Princess Bride thing. And um, it started, um, you know, I sold some of it, gave a lot of it away to people, and everyone's just like, dude, this is amazing. Um, you know, a lot of people hadn't had barrel-aged coffee. So a lot of friends and family are just like, you, you need to do this. And I had a small roaster. So it's like, all right, cool. So I just kept going. 
Um, then I got a barrel from Forefathers Brewing. Um, I had never met the people at Forefathers, but they did um, the uh, Sloth Love Chunk. Oh, God. And One of my favorite beers on the planet. <laughs> I, I, am a, I love stouts. Um, Same. Baby Ruth, you know. So, and then throw in the Goonies reference, and, like, that was right in my wheelhouse. I mean, I am a huge Goonies nerd. I love pop culture <laughs> stuff. Um, and so I'm, I just hit them up. I'm just like, hey, can I get one of those barrels? And I went over, got a barrel from them, and uh, that was our second one, uh, and that was Goondock Saints. And then it just, like, the ball just rolled, and, you know, we started picking up some traction. Uh, People just really got interested in the barrel aging thing. Um, it just kind of like has, has taken off from there. I mean, we're, you know, doing pretty good for really only being a wholesale coffee place for the past couple months. I mean, it's it's been very, very good for us. So I'm happy. <laughs> That's all we can ask for is that you're happy. It's, uh, <laughs> it's fascinating kind of watching your journey. I remember, I think I saw your account just, just a few months ago. Like it's re yeah. relatively new. A lot of the socials yeah, for you are relatively new. Pretty much. And one of the reasons I want to bring you on is because I kept hearing this like kind of like story that one of the great things about about Crown Point Northwest Indiana is the entrepreneurial community is so interconnected like yeah. we're all for the most part trying to really help each other succeed right, and yeah. elevate each other and so you keep hearing this like whisper in the wind like rumors of stuff and barrel aged coffee is one of those things we have a lot of we're blessed with an insane amount of great coffee roasters yeah, yeah. in there you really can't go wrong with coffee that, yeah, um, and it all seems to be centered for some reason around Cafe Fresco and Brie um, <laughs> And so you, you really can't go wrong in the region with coffee, but you keep hearing these whispers like someone's doing something different. Like yeah. this isn't just an old fashioned roaster. This isn't like my blend of these two beans is different than this guy's blend of two beans. Mm -hmm. Someone's like, someone's aging these green coffee beans in these rum barrels and these tequila barrels and these like uh, these stout barrels. And you're like, where is this and how do I find it? And that's when smugglers started to pop up. Yeah. And so you start seeing like, just like one post here and one post there yep. and one post there. And one of the reasons I wanted to bring you on is because I've been so fascinated by your journey. You're a very rapidly growing account, like across yeah. all of your, your platforms. Like yep. you seem to be gaining traction really, really fast. I want to explore that mm -hmm. because everyone I've brought in so far, uh, they have full-time gigs and being an influencer just wraps into their life. You've right. got a full-time gig, smugglers as a side hustle. Yeah. And then uh, as a growing influencer being added into your life, I have no doubt you'll be at the 20, 30, 40,000 followers very soon. Um, <laughs> so it's, uh, that's, I think the biggest reason I wanted to, wanted to have you on today, aside from the fact that you gave me two bags of coffee and it was seriously, <laughs> uh, I'm not going to say, I'll say it was one of the best cups of coffee I've ever had in my life. Nice. Uh, it was, it was out of this world good. You really need cool. to try barrel aged coffee if you're listening to this and you haven't like it's it's nuts yeah, um, it's just different and uh, it, it just adds a whole new aspect to coffee and it's i love it yeah it has a very unique smell when it's brewing yeah, too definitely uh did you so when you started this out did you already have like a barrel system like hanging out in your garage or were you like no. me and you had like a jiffy roaster that you're fiercely <laughs> going over a uh, electric oven with uh well the first way i started was just doing like the uh it's like a heat gun with the, you know, metallic yeah. uh, bowl. And that's just kind of how I got started. It's like, I, cause I was big into doing, um, cold brew. Like okay. I, I love cold brew coffee. Yeah. Um, so, and if you've ever bought cold brew, you know, it's expensive. So yeah. it's like, all right, well, I'm going to buy my own beans. I'm going to cold brew it. So that's what I started doing. 
And then it's just like, I bought the small roaster. Um, I was talking to the uh, owner and head roaster of Tugboat Coffee. And I was looking at two different types of roasters, and he basically told me no to both of them. And he said, go with the Aiello Bullet. It's a, a small drum roaster. Um, it's basically like really high tech. I mean, it's, it's a very high tech roaster, uh, drum roaster. So it was really, really cool. So I ordered that in August two years ago. And it was like, it started off as like a Kickstarter type thing and it took forever to get here. I think it was about <laughs> six months before I finally got it. Um, so in that time, you know, I was doing the whole uh, metallic uh, bowl and heat gun thing and, you know, learning the ins and outs of, of doing it and cold brewing and stuff like that. So that's how I got kind of like my first roaster. And then it's just, we started gaining traction and it's like there's no way I'm going to be able to keep up with a roaster that can only do you know two pounds at a time I'm going to need a bigger roaster so that's how we got to where we are today is I just got a you know big roaster so I mean it's it's uh, you know really cool so. one of uh one of the first so it's a, a story I've told uh once on an according to Allen episode is at one point uh, between when I used to work at a co-working space in Chicago and when I left uh, to take other full-time employment, uh, I had a roaster in between for a little bit okay. uh, as a side business. And I learned something really quick about roasting on your own is that it is a nasty, aggressive process. <laughs> like we had, my wife and I had, this This was an idea born out of, I want to make, a, I want that side hustle. Everyone's yeah. saying side hustle. You know, you got, it's the beginnings of Gary Vaynerchuk shouting side hustle, side hustle, hashtag side hustle. And uh, I was, this was back in 2014. And uh, I was like, I, I want to open a coffee company. Like there wasn't in 2014, there wasn't a ton of roasters. Like right. Tiger Mountain was open. You had Maple City in, right. in Michigan City. Um, but there wasn't really a ton going on. So I'm like, I'm going to open this roaster and I'm going to call it Thursday Roasters and I'm going to be the best roaster in Northwest Indiana. And so I started roasting these coffee beans over an electric stove in a jiffy, old fashioned yep. jiffy pot yep. machine with pot with the handle and the stir. And I realized real quick, it does not make your house smell like coffee. Nope. It is not a clean process. Uh -uh. It is not a quick process. It is not an easy process. And that company uh, failed aggressively. <laughs> I, I got one large order basically, and I was like, I can't do this. Like yeah. each pound takes like ten minutes to hand roast, and yep. now my house smells like burning moss, and there's chaff <laughs> everywhere. Like even now, like I, we we clean a lot, but like my, I still every once in a while find a coffee bean. I'm like, son of a bitch! Like oh, no, yeah. this is five years old. Yep, <laughs> yep, yep. No, um, yeah the the chaff i mean if you don't have a good system that shit gets everywhere everywhere um and i with my, the roaster that i got um it's a fairly new roaster but you have to clean the chaff collector yeah um it's pretty much every three batches and if you don't do that you're gonna end up with like a fire or something man because i mean it's like paper and it is you know you got a high heat so it's like yeah it's not really a good uh, combination right there we used to roast on super windy days we live on a oh. in a two-story like a duplex mm -hmm. um or like private entrance duplex so i do have downstairs neighbors in portage and uh, every time it was a windy day, like I'd run out there and I'd be like cooling my beans in a colander and like letting <laughs> the wind take the chaff into the farmer's field behind me like <laughs> as much as I could and like praying that my neighbor wouldn't come outside and look up. It would be I would do it on winter days so I know he wasn't going to be outside. Yeah. But you would just see this like brown trail of chaff from my apartment all the way into this field because <laughs> if you roast one coffee bean, I swear to God, there's about 15 pounds of chaff that comes <laughs> off that. <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
So circling when back into back into the digital world, this okay. is a, a digital podcast, and I'd like to get off on tangents. Um, <laughs> when did you start your social accounts for smugglers? Um, smugglers. Uh, hmm. So the Facebook started pretty much in January. I want to say of twenty seventeen, maybe. Yeah, I think it was 2017. Basically, the day the roaster arrived. Sure. Um, so I started the Facebook account, and that was it for pretty much a while. I just did Facebook. Um, my wife was on me to do Instagram. So I had an Instagram account that was basically just me taking pictures of the beer I was drinking. So that, and when I was writing for the beer websites, I would post something up on Instagram. Um, so I was like, well, you know, I've got like 50 followers, so I'm just going to use that account and then switch it over to business. And uh, it's just kind of like slowly started growing. Um, you know, the doing the whole uh, barrel agent thing kind of started. You, once I learned how to do hashtags pretty much, Yeah. I mean, it kind of picked up a little bit there. You know, other people started getting notice of it. Um, but the Twitter... Um, part is pretty much brand new i've had a twitter account and i've always just like did the uh share from instagram to twitter sure but it was stagnant no one ever liked it no one ever followed it and um i don't even know when it started but i mean it's maybe like three weeks ago we've gotten over 100 followers just on twitter wow that's and it's amazing. just it was just like a, a rapid thing and you know i'm just having fun i'm not really going out you know i i don't put you know our instagram stuff twitter stuff facebook stuff on any of our coffee or anything it's just people find us and um you know it's just we're, we're just having fun posting about stuff i'm into and that's and i think another big help that i'm having is I like to post other businesses stuff too, like sure. you know Grindhouse. Um, they're in Griffith, Indiana. If they have one of our coffees and stuff, I'm going to uh, retweet that. I'm going to repost it on Instagram, put it back on Facebook. Um, it's not just because you know they're carrying our stuff. It's just I want to support other business too. Sure. I mean, it's I believe in helping out the other businesses. If they're helping you out, help them out. Uh, you know, vice versa. It's it's a like you said, it's a community in Northwest Indiana, and right now I think everyone is getting along. Yeah. Uh, um, I haven't had any bad or negative things happen from another business. It's everyone has been super cool. Like uh, you know, small town coffee roasters, they have been just amazing. You know, talking to them, they're just like, oh wow, you're starting up a new roaster, and you know, this is. Uh, probably, I don't know, eight months, nine months ago. Yeah. And uh, they've been very helpful. Dagger Mountain was really helpful. Um, it's just everyone is super cool and fun to work with. And I don't know, it's just something about this area, too. It's just everyone is, you know, helpful. That's yeah. the best way I could put it. I it's mean, uh, it's nice to to kind of hear stories like that. We hear it a lot with the brewery industry, just because yeah. we're in the brewery industry so right. heavy. We hear about like brewers helping each other out and people like giving each other yeast and giving each other hops. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, like, yeah. A lot of people only survive because another brewery stepped up to the plate and was like, "Hey, like I'll help you out. I don't want you to fail. Like here's a whole bunch of hops. Here's yeah, a bunch yeah. of yeast. Like 
the greatest story of that isn't even Northwest Indiana, but it's like the Sam Adams story mm-hmm. where he bought yeah. all the hops and we're, yep. we're giving them out to people at cost. Um, so it's fascinating to hear that on a, a coffee side too. Well, I think a lot of the coffee side too is um, they're running parallel with craft beer. Right. I mean, it's, you know, you have everyone right now is into craft beer, which is changing people's palates. They're drinking stuff that actually tastes good. And now it's just like, well, wow, this beer tastes good. I wonder if I could actually have some good coffee. And they also see our logos on uh, beer labels. So it's like, all right, well, I love this brewery and they have this roaster on their their label. I want to try that out. And it really opens it up for everyone. And, um, you know, people are just into local stuff right now and you know big flavors so it's you know it's 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 really kind of awesome and it's it's also it's cool to see on the digital side too the collaboration there when you have like influencers and i even uh, i I use influencers very freely i'm not necessarily talking about someone with fifty thousand followers might be two three hundred but people on instagram facebook twitter who are uh commenting and sharing on everyone else's stuff to mm. such an aggressive degree right now. It's impressive. Where uh, We were talking before the show. You showed me uh, Nate, who is at the Munsters yeah. Esports director, Nate Show, who, uh, if he's listening, I would love to have him in this chair. <laughs> if you're listening, please reach out. Um, if not, I'm going to find you soon. Um, and he he commented something, too, tagging Grindhouse and tagging you. And it, yeah. was, it was kind of like a satirical post or whatever. Right. It was meant to be funny. Um, but everyone just that's that support is so aggressive digitally yeah. and in person when yep. you when you hear someone the, the humility comes through and you see a lot of entrepreneurs and they can't wait to talk about like other great coffee they've had. Yeah. I think I've always been impressed by I've met Annette at Small Town mm-hmm. two or three times. I don't know if she would know me by by face or anything, but I've always been like brutally impressed with how how much humility she approaches other yeah. businesses competitors with right where she's just eager to help them out like we're all in this together kind of yeah thing. i don't think i don't even look at other roasters as competitors and it's not like a egotistical thing like we're i'm better than them it's it's no it's nothing like that it's like more of a community type yeah. thing. it's like we're kind of all in this together type you know the the better coffee is in this area the better for all of us right um it's just um, like look at uh, let's say Seattle. I mean, Seattle has great coffee. When people think of Seattle, that's one of the things they think about is the coffee. Sure. Um, just like Chicago, the whole Chicago land, Northwest Indiana, with beer right now. Um, you know, there's a lot of great things going on, and it's like if you can have a community where everything is really good it helps out everybody i mean yeah you're gonna have a few people who jump in that are just for the money and stuff uh in probably like the beer world and the coffee world but i think those will get weeded out um because the passion's not there sure um where when you have a great roaster and a great brewer it's it's gonna show um yeah you might have a few fail but for the most part it builds the whole community and gets everyone else aware of it so yeah it's it's right now coffee is kind of in its uh early stages in the region and i think it's gonna be uh just really blowing up soon so <laughs> it's it's really cool love to see the collaboration though <laughs> um 
Let's uh, we'll switch gears just a little bit. I'm cool. curious about uh, I'm curious about your logo. You have a very unique <laughs> logo. Did you design that yourself? Do you have a graphic design background? No. Where Where did this very unique logo right. come from? So, I came up with the with the logo. I had a just a, a chicken scratch pencil drawing that looked nothing like our logo, but it had that concept and. Uh, I reached out to a guy who was doing beer labels. Um, his name is uh, Matt Sharp. Um, at the time, he was working for 350 Brewing, doing all of their labels. And I got to know the guys from 350 from doing the website writing and stuff. And I reached out to Matt, and I just like, look, here's my idea. This is what I want to do. Um, could you do it? And he's like, sure, no problem. And we went back and forth on a couple different designs, changes, um, and uh, you know he basically he knocked it out of the park with that logo. Um, it is just it's so cool. It's one of the first things people notice about yeah. it. They're just like, wow, that is really cool. So yeah, it's got the you know the coffee bean that's like a skull, like a pirate thing with the cross spoons and stuff. <laughs> so, I mean it's I mean it's it's, it's pretty much also kind of what we're about it's a fun logo i mean it's a little bit uh you know punk rock kind of logo i mean that's kind of what i i you know all the stuff i'm into i mean it's just kind of about having fun and not taking myself too seriously with it so i mean that's and so is. much so much of that is is evident in i i spend a lot of time talking about instagram because i spend mm -hmm. so much time on there but i'm aware <laughs> of aware of facebook too so it's so uh, evident in your digital presence. Uh, when you cool. look down, you have a very uh, specific theme throughout your Instagram is the easiest way to find it. Um, where it's kind of, uh, well, it's kind of, I mean, it's you. Like, explain, yeah. explain your yeah. theme, explain your pictures a little bit. How'd you come, how'd that so, kind of end up? I mean, a lot of our stuff is basically what I'm into. Um, so the best way I could describe it is uh, nerd. <laughs> uh, that's just the best way to do it. I punk mean, rock nerd. Punk rock nerd, yeah. Um, especially more on our Instagram and Twitter. Um, our Facebook is more business-oriented. Um, but Instagram and Twitter, I kind of like go a little bit more into what I'm about. Um, so there will be times when I'm posting a picture of like a comic book I'm reading, um, what music I'm listening to while I'm roasting, um, then there's the Dungeons and Dragons stuff, man. I mean, <laughs> yeah. twenty sided dice all over the place. Oh yeah, yeah, and um, that's kind of like what I'm about. Um, it's just, it's me basically. It, I'm marketing myself with the coffee. It's it's not even like an intentional thing. It's just I'm having fun. I'm doing this. You know, fuck it. You know, let's just. You know, it is what it is. I mean, it's. It's me, and I'm having fun, and I'm hoping it shows that you know we're we're not taking ourselves too seriously. We're not um, coffee snobs, kind of. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't want to give that like a negative thing because I mean, I don't know. It's just well, you're taking a very different approach, yeah, to coffee. Um, we were talking before with 
your beans, I mean, it's you're aging these green green coffee beans mm-hmm. in barrels for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. Yeah. So it's very similar to brewing. There's mm-hmm. a lot of parallels there where you're kind of throwing stuff at the wall and hoping it works out yeah. in 16 weeks. You got a pretty good idea. Like yeah. the math yeah. is there. The idea is there. Right. Uh, the history and, the, and all the homework is there. Um, but a lot of it is still just like, hey, we're going to try this. Yep. And in four months, we're going to find out if this really happened. Yeah. I think it is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we've... We've had a few fails. We've had a lot of success. But, yeah, it's just about experimentation, having fun. Um, that's, that's the thing that, like, everyone asks me, like, well, what is your theme? And I'm always just, like, fun. <laughs> I mean, it's just, like, I don't really have – I'm not going for anything in particular. It's just what I'm about. I mean, it's just um, – if I'm playing Dungeons & Dragons that day and I got all my stuff, I'm just like, well, you know what? I want to post that. And so I'll post something. I I don't think about what I'm going to post, you know, like days in advance or anything like that. It's all, you know, fly by the seat of my pants type thing. And I don't know. I just kind of think it's uh, the way I am in life, too. And it drives my wife insane. (laughs) I mean, it's like, all right, I'm going to go do this today. And, you know, I mean, yeah, I have the schedule for roasting coffee and stuff like that. But it's like, yeah, I'm going to just post this today. And that, that's what kind of like how we even like, I guess, got our theme. It was like I had the Dungeons and Dragons stuff with me because I was going to go play and I, I just posted it. And it's like all of a sudden it's like I'm up to like 40 likes on the picture. I'm just like, shit, I don't get that on normal stuff. <laughs> and it's just like, I don't know. We're having fun with it. We're just doing what we do. And, yeah, I'm a nerd, and, you know, I'm going to put that out there. And, you know, yeah, I listen to punk rock, so I'm going to post it. Like, yeah, I'm listening to The Descendants today while I'm roasting. And, you know, I I think a lot of people kind of get that because they're like, oh, okay, well, I like that. You know, that's kind of cool that they like the same thing I do. And it's like, oh, wow, that dude's got reading that comic book or watching that movie or something like that. And it kind of, you know... People look at it and they're just like, well, I like that too. So I want to try that coffee. And I think that has a lot to do with, you know, kind of the success we've had so far. Yeah. So. I'm, I'm always impressed with the different kind of like coffee Instagrams with the photography that's on mm-hmm. there. And I want you to talk to me about yours, like how you, how you set those shots, who's taking that shots. Because I, I look at uh, other brands like Cafe Racer. Mm-hmm. So Whitney and Jonathan, the run Cafe Racer, make a phenomenal uh, a cup of coffee too. So I, I truly am, am, am in love with their stuff as well. Um, but their, their Instagram, their photography is cool. Like they're very car based. Like they have mm-hmm. like their, their American muscle coffee, which is, is freaking fantastic. Um, and they're always posting pictures like involving these cars and involving the, uh, the these glass mugs they have in their brain mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I check out yours and there's like a juxtaposition. So like there's a very like lighter and brighter off right. and then yours come in and there's a lot of like, there's a very theme to it where it's yeah. like it's dark and dark brown and yeah. there's oak barrels and, and stuff. So tell me, how are you setting these shots and who's taking that photography? All right. I'm taking that with my iPhone. Nice. And that's all it is. <laughs> and um, it's pretty much I, when I was doing – a lot of that probably goes back to when I was doing the beer stuff. Um, you know, I'm taking a picture of a lot of barrels, uh, the pictures that the breweries have. You know, like I'm, I'm in a brewery. And there's barrels there, and if you're a beer nerd, you're like, oh, wow, what is in that barrel? 
and a lot of times people go nuts over that kind of stuff so that's probably where that comes from and it's like not a mental choice it just it just happens to be that plus i'm also known for barrel aging coffee so a lot of my stuff is you know got the wood grain you know from the barrels in it uh it's just kind of just the way it happens. I mean, there's no pre-thought to it. It's just, <laughs> oh, wow, okay, here's a barrel. And all right, uh, I don't have any tables at my shop. I have barrels. So yeah. that's what I use. And, and uh, the lighting-wise, it's just the lights that are in the shop. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's really back to, like, the whole punk rock thing. I mean, it's just DIY, man. I'm not really going buying expensive equipment or anything uh it's just i have a barrel here it is and I, plus <laughs> i don't, really don't want to show the pictures of the walls of my shop i mean they're just like gray so it's yeah. like all right well you know barrels look cool so <laughs> are you are you running them through like lightroom or something or are you just uh, couple... i have uh i have an app called snapseed yeah um occasionally i'll use that for filters and stuff um Sometimes I, I think it does a little bit over uh, filtering, mm-hmm. but I mean that's pretty much it. I mean sure. I don't really, I don't. I'm not a professional photographer, and I think that kind of shows. <laughs> I don't know. Those shots are pretty faint. There's some of them in there that are pretty fantastic. <laughs> cool, man. Thank I you. am not a professional photographer, and that shows. <laughs> no, it's just I, I just do my my iPhone. I mean I've always got my phone on me, so I'll sit there and just be like. All right, well, I'm going to put this here, put this here, take a picture, run it through Snapseed real quick, see what looks good, and that's it. Uh, now, we're talking we're talking about this roaster and everything, but what I want a lot of people to realize, and if they watch The Green Room, then they already know this, is that this is, is a side hustle for yeah. you. Um, you do have a full-time job. I won't ask you unless you want to to shout out who you work for. But, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so... How how kind of talk talk to me about the balance the kind of like work life and family balance because you're married and have a few kids yeah. like how are you making all of this work plus getting your social homework done okay uh, so I've been at my job for almost twenty years uh, I work for the village of Crete I'm public works employee so um, basically this is I wouldn't even call it really a side hustle it's more of a creative outlet sure. Um, it was a way for me to basically get my creativity out. Um, and I think it's it's one of those things that's really important for people. If you're not doing something that's creative, you kind of lose your mind a little bit. And my job is a physical job, um, so there's not there's room for creativity, but there's it doesn't really kind of fulfill that that need that you. A person kind of has that desire for so the coffee thing and then when I was writing for beer websites that's where I got my creativity out um, but the big thing is uh, my wife she has been like an absolute saint taking care of the kids while um, I'm doing this and um, she kind of sees the light at the end of the tunnel like you know maybe this could one day be a full-time job and um you know be able to do that but um yeah she's been like the whole thing that's held it together i mean she's the one who reels me in at times and just be like nope you can't spend money on that uh you can't do that stop ordering that 
uh, especially when it comes to like ordering like you know merchandise and stuff because if it were me we would have like so much different cool merchandise but with her it's just like look just just stop stop with the spending <laughs> and stuff so i mean shout she's out really, to my wife who's the exact same way 100 percent. yeah she's been kind of the the glue that's really held the whole family together between my full-time job and smugglers coffee um you know if i start focusing a little too much on the coffee thing she's like you know you do have another job and it's like well yeah you're right so it's like i don't know she's she's been just awesome with it so and there's times when i'm on my phone a little too much like uh, i start thinking a little too much about posting and i'm just like oh i gotta do this i gotta do that and she's like yeah you gotta spend time with your family yeah and it's like all right yeah you're right i gotta do that so i'll put the phone down but um she's kind of been the the guiding light for it so uh i think it's uh important to point out that like a lot of us as entrepreneurs like a lot of this only works because of that strong like for us our wives role strong wife strong partner role that kind of helps keep steady so that's uh alan's wife amber same way she's Mm -hmm. essentially the rock that keeps a lot of this together my wife caitlin very much the same way sounds like your wife what's her first name my, my wife's first name is Ann. Ann. So, like, shout, shout out to the partners that uh, yeah. that, that allow us to kind of juggle all of this yep, chaos. Yep. Um, because in addition to all that, like you said, you, you do have a social presence, and, and that's rapidly, rapidly growing. Yeah. Um, how are you? Are you scheduling these posts out? When are you, what's kind of your strategy for posting right now? My schedule is basically I try and put something at least once a day. Okay. Um, I don't really schedule. I used to when I was doing the beer website uh, writing. But uh, for the most part with smugglers, I try and post something once a day if it's something that I feel people should kind of know. I'm not just going to post something just to post something. I'm not going to just take a picture of a coffee mug and just be like, cheers. Um, I have done that before. But um, for the most part, I'm just, I want, if it's something I want people to know or I want people to check out, then I will post. Um, I try not to clutter too much. Um, And my wife kind of is good at reeling me in on that too. Like I'll post something like, oh, check out this comic book. And my wife's like, uh, idiot, uh, you're posting like four times today. Maybe you should tone it down. Yeah. That's like, oh, yeah, you're right. But for the most part, it's just I try and do at least once a day something semi-meaningful. <laughs> yeah. Any any specific time or is it just kind no. of like when it comes to you, it's going to come to you? When it comes to me, yeah. Gotcha. When it comes to me. <laughs> um, I have found like if I post – late at night most of the coffee stuff doesn't really kind of translate then sure so early in the morning uh if i'm on lunch at work and some inspiration hits me or something i'll post something um but uh yeah that's about it usually um so i I try and keep it between like you know morning lunchtime and when i get off of work Uh, i try not to post too much late at night unless something really cool happens and then i'll post at night but for the most part i mean it's just daytime posting can i ask right before we get into the uh the 10 uh, i'm a quote unquote rapid fire question that hasn't worked out that way once this is the fourth episode uh fourth i think we're on the fourth episode um before we get into that mm-hmm. uh this is something that i've, I've wanted to ask everyone and i keep forgetting as so you're you're full-time job you've got a family you've Mm -hmm. got smugglers and you got your social presence how are you 
kind of t in this digital age how are you teaching your kids the importance of this? like what role does like this media and and your digital presence like play into that as they see you and they're growing watching you build this like social presence or do they know or do you not talk about it how do you so, <laughs> so heavy this questions actually, <laughs> yeah, this is actually kind of funny because we were talking about this not that long ago with my two boys my daughter's too young to really even pick up on social media but my boys are getting to the age they're 10 and 11 and um, I sat them down and I told them like, look, whatever you put on social media is there forever. So yeah. you got to remember that. And uh, I know a lot of parents are going to cringe at this, but I let them watch the movie Chef. Um, <laughs> and basically how you could write something on Twitter and it could come back to bite you in the ass. And yeah. I mean, just like it did in, in Chef. I mean, you know, eventually it turned out for the better, but... It's just, you, I, I just try and tell them, like, you have to be responsible for what you're going to put on social media. Like, my kids have no social media right now. We limit screen time for them when it comes to TV, video games, everything. Um, they're not really allowed to do anything during the week. On weekends, they can have, you know, a couple hours a day. I try and keep them in sports and stuff like that. Um, so they really don't know too much about social media yet but I keep trying to impart that. Be smart, don't be stupid, don't post something hateful or mean or just stupid. If you're gonna post something, make sure it's not going to be um, you know, hurtful or something like that. And that's why I let them watch Chef. Just be like, look, this is what can happen when you do something stupid. And it's just like, you can lose your job, you can lose friends, you know. Just because, like, you're mad at one point or you do something and you post about it, it could come back and really hurt you. Yeah. So, and that even comes, like, with if I have a bad day or someone says something, like, you know, with smugglers, I can, you know, got like a little bit of an influence. I could just be like, hey, look at this tool or something like that. <laughs> but it's like, I don't want to be that person. Right. I try and stay positive um, and just, you know, just be smart about it. And Maintain that's one that, of the that things. level of social responsibility. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, if I've had a couple beers, stay off of social media type thing. So it's a lesson that we'll be learning here at the office shortly. Kidding. <laughs> Kidding. Um, I like that. I think that's that's fascinating. I like hearing people's responses to this, how they how they do that, um, for for a few reasons. And uh, we're gonna we're gonna dive into now these these quote unquote rapid fire questions, and uh, we'll do ten eh, ish, and we'll kind of end the episode with that. Uh, we are going to start out with what's your favorite food? Uh, tacos. Oh man, man after my own heart. I love any any specific place captured your heart so far. What's the best taco in Northwest Indiana? Ooh, um, well there was a place over by me. They were called A and M uh, Mexican Restaurant over in St. John Dyer area. Um, they would have like the most phenomenal steak tacos, especially nice. on Mondays when they're ninety nine cents. <laughs> um, those tacos are uh, one of my favorites. Um, and then I like going to. Um, Oh, put me on the spot. It's in Cedar Lake. Um, now I can't think of it. <laughs> it's a, a little little grocery store, um, but they have like you know take your take home tamales. They got a little Ooh. restaurant in the back. 
there's salsa is amazing and now i can't think of the name i used so. to work i used to work at a home improvement store and one of our contractors would always bring us in tamales oh, and nice. uh from from the place that you are talking of now we would be like every friday we'd be like you uh you had you got a job in cedar lake like yeah. i got a fiver with your name on it yeah. uh have you ever been to a ricochet? Out I have Valpo? not. Oh man, it's not a taco in the traditional sense, but it is phenomenal. It mm. is good tacos. If you can get in, gotta go during lunch. The secret, if you're listening, if you want to get into ricochet, go during lunch. They're never packed and their food's outstanding. Cool. Uh, what's your going to bed routine? My going to bed routine is um, taking a shower, brushing my teeth, and going to bed. What musical artist is the most overrated? Hmm. Uh, overrated, man. I'd have to, uh, man, I don't even know. Um, it's one of those things where if I just don't like it, I don't listen. Uh, there you go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, I won't ask for a, a super specific answer on that. Uh, late nights or early mornings? Yes. Just both? Yes. <laughs> You're just up like 18 hours of the day? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> what was your favorite toy growing up? Uh, this is going to come as a shocker to a lot of people. Uh, Empire about to say Strikes, Barbies. Yes. <laughs> Empire Strikes Back, Millennium Falcon. Nice. That was my favorite toy. My mom sold it at a garage sale, and I still hold it against her. <laughs> You're like just Thanksgiving. You're sitting one chair away from her. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. She hears about it all the time still. Uh what villain do you feel for? This is a good comic book question for comic book. Guy. Yeah, uh, so I'm going to go with um, Killmonger from uh, the Black Panther. I mean, he had a just a, a purpose. And same, I even kind of like going to say Thanos from the Infinity War movie. Um, they did a great job making those characters have a... Uh, a purpose and uh, a reason for doing what they're doing. Can confirm Dave is out to kill half of everyone on the planet. <laughs> um, would you win an episode of Cash Cab? No. No? Yeah, me neither. God, I'm the worst. Worst with trivia. That's not true. Uh, what's your dream car? Are you a car guy? Uh, yes and no. I kind of have like a weird taste when it comes into cars. Um you're like you want that astro van like gilded out hell yeah <laughs> lifted four-wheel drive uh so i've always wanted a hearse just an old school old cadillac hearse, hearse. Yeah. i can dig it a flat black if um, my uh if my stepdad is listening that was his first car and he has never let us down on how great it was to have that as your first <laughs> car when you're a teenager i just think that'd be so awesome to have <laughs> what uh what first world problem do you have um, not enough craft beer in my fridge. <laughs> What's the uh, last thing you binged on TV? Um, Lost in Space. If you could only eat one food for the rest of your life, would it be tacos? Yep. Awesome. Kind of figured. Uh, we'll kind of end it. Uh, I got two questions left. We're it out. What conspiracy Ooh. theory do you believe? Aliens. Aliens. Same. There's just mathematically, there's no way. Yeah, there's way too much out there. <laughs> and uh, what Guinness World Record would you break if you could? Tacos. Eating, eating, eating tacos. This guy's after the tacos. Yeah. That is all that we have today. Any final thoughts before we uh, close this out? No. no. Yeah, I think <laughs> I said pretty much everything. Kind, um, kind of everything. Yeah. Um, 
Tell uh, tell the great people where they can find you at. So you can find me on um, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Smuggler's Coffee. Just give a search for it. Um, we have a website, uh, store.smugglerscoffee.com. Um, you go to Grindhouse, you can find our coffee there. Uh, they serve our coffee, and you can buy bags of it. Uh, if you go over to Cafe Fresco, you can uh, buy bags of our coffee. Uh, you what, go, what bags do you have out there right now? What flavors uh, you got? Right now, we've got, uh, I think Cafe Fresco has Skull and Bones, which is not a barrel age. That's just a single origin. Um, Grindhouse usually has... Uh, whatever single origin uh, we have or they order that week and a barrel aged Um, but then you can go to crafted 1979 in Mokina Illinois they have a wide variety of our stuff and then if you go to myths and legends in Westmont Illinois they have a bunch of our coffee in bags and they also have a coffee called five more or a beer called five more minutes and it's got our coffee in it. Uh, it is a phenomenal beer. So if you're up in Westmont, highly, highly, highly recommend that place. John, the brewer there, um, he's relatively, he's been around for a while, um, but this um, is one of uh, his first gigs as like a head brewer. He's done a few before, but this is like you know, his big one. He is absolutely killing it. Uh, If you're looking for a great place and you have nothing to do in an hour to drive back and forth, I highly recommend going there. John is, uh, yeah, he's amazing. So, and then if you if you're lucky, you can also still probably find a few bottles of Baba Yaga. Baba Yaga, yeah, from beer trading circles. Yeah, there. That was so much fun. I went there and brewed with those guys. Um, Burnham is, uh, yeah, those guys are awesome. I mean, absolutely awesome. Highly recommend Burnham. Um, fun atmosphere there. The guys there are super cool, super chill. Um, yeah, that's uh, that was fun. And Baba Yaga, just making sure, is that a John Wick reference? Yes and no. Uh, so they got the idea from John Wick. I knew um, it. <laughs> but it's also a... Uh, Eastern European boogeyman type right. thing, and that's where like the artwork from it comes from. Like uh, one of the stories is it's a house with chicken legs, and it's like a boogeyman type thing. And yeah, I don't know what kind of drugs the Eastern Europeans were doing <laughs> at the time when they came up Just with that German fairy tales. Yes, freaky <laughs> stuff, man. Uh, so everyone, they can find you at Smugglers Coffee, and it sounds like you are all over the place when it comes to actual pickups. Yeah, um, if you're looking for just like following me for like business stuff, I recommend Facebook. If you're looking to see like a lot of our fun stuff, um, highly recommend our Instagram and Twitter. Like especially if you're, uh, we're getting into like a big Dungeons and Dragons theme type stuff nice. with our Twitter. So. Um, you know, we've got some really cool followers on Twitter and like that whole Dungeons and Dragons community from that. So, uh, yeah, give us a follow. Check it out. Um, 
Uh, hit me up on any of those. I always answer. So yeah, yeah, that's it. And then you can find us at Local Two One Nine across all of the platforms as at L O C A L Two One Nine. Except for my beloved Twitter, I'm a big Twitter guy. That is at Local Underscore Two One Nine. And you can find me personally on Instagram at Matt Barber M A T B A R B U R. If you send me a message, there is a high probability I will respond. Uh, <laughs> And we'll go from that next week. Uh, we are taking a week off of Digital Fix because there is a pontoon boat and a case of beer in Monticello, Indiana, calling my name. Uh, but we will be back the following week. That is September 11th uh, with Marisa Moon from My Longevity Kitchen. She is a raw foods warrior. I cannot wait. She is amazing. Uh, and it's going to be a great conversation. Um, we are going to end it there. Thank you so much for listening. Again, I'm your host, Matt Barber, uh, with Dave Feynman from Smuggler's Coffee. And have a great week. Bye.